Good morning. Hey, Seattle. As always, it's your girls, Jasmine and Shantae. Welcome to another Thursday morning and another episode of The Way with Jazz and Tay. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. Will it be the way or not the way? Find out and join the conversation. Good morning. Welcome to The Way with Jazz and Tay. It's your girl, Jazz and... Shante. <laughs> Welcome to another. Yeah, I think I it's going to be a beautiful morning out here. It's one of those times where, because it's officially fall, it is still dark at 7 a.m. So it's still up in the air. We've had so much rain over here in Seattle. Thank you so much for staying true to who you are. Um, <laughs> But uh, welcome back, you guys. So we do have a special guest with us to honest today. You guys, please welcome Mira. Hey, thanks so much for having me. So Mira Craft has worked as a project and artist manager full-time for the past four years while also running her brand development company, which is MKPR. Um, a skilled and proficient creative director, PR strategist, event curator, and consultant, Craft Connects Dots, lifting her clients to success. So welcome. We are so excited to have you on with us today. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. We got to be here. Of course. So here's what you can expect from today's show. Um, We're going to keep it true to what we've been doing the last couple of weeks and giving our the ways and not the ways of the week. Um, I have an update for you guys on as far as mine goes. Um, and then we're going to get into an interview with Mira. Um, but Shantae, you want to go ahead and let the listeners know what we've got going on? Sure. Uh, just as you said, we're going to get into the way and not the way that we're going to interview Mira. But I always oh. want to remind you guys that we have 30 and 60 second ad space. If you're a business owner, a creative, musician, whatever it may be that you want to put out to the public, we've got ad space for you. You can email us at thewayjt at gmail.com. You can DM us at thewayjazzandtay. You can even go to our website, www.thewayjtpod.com, and you can find out more about those rates. Perfect. Additionally, don't forget to leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts. It really does help our show grow and don't forget to follow us on ig at the way with jazz and tay we are so close to a thousand followers you guys we are right around the corner please go ahead tell everybody that you know to give us a follow um, and subscribe to our youtube channel which is also the way with jazz and tay um, lastly like shantae mentioned you can stay up to date on our latest episodes and what's going on with us in general by checking out our website which is thewayjtpod.com your support means everything to us, and we appreciate the love. Um, now that we've gotten our formalities out of the way, let's get into our the way and not the way. Uh. <laughs> All right, so I'd say we've been doing this for about, like, what, a month now, Tay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um, so it's been it's been pretty consistent and um we've 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 been having a really good time with it and um I personally for mine this week I have an update. Um my not the way is um I got another parking ticket. Um same yeah, same situation, same street and like here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing. On the street that 
I'm parking on. There's even like an area, which I found out after all of this, that there is like technically all day parking. Like I don't, it doesn't have to be like two hour parking, but here's the gag. Those spots are usually always taken. And they're usually like, they're also like way down the block and I don't want to have to walk. There's like, there's tents, you guys. There's a couple of tents on the street because- That's about, val- those are valet tents. I'm just kidding. I told you guys previously <laughs> that, you know, it's a little, it's a little rough, um, but yeah, so um, I got another parking ticket. I'm not happy about it, um, and I, I don't, I don't know if it's the same person, but I'm pretty, I got to look at the last like receipt that it was, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the same parking enforcement officer. So I'm going to give him a piece of my mind one of these days. <laughs> Remember when we said you were going to say, Hey, like you need to, uh, you need to be giving them out consistently. They were like, we're looking for that. Literally. Toyota every time now. <laughs> Keeping it very consistent. <laughs> Um, and then my, the way for this week is it's spooky season. You guys, it is spooky season and I'm so excited. I've decorated my office at work. Um, I've gotten my nails done in a spooky way. I don't know if you guys can see, but they're like neon and there's like zombie hands. I got pumpkins, I got skeletons. It's I'm in full throttle here. Anytime I'm putting on a movie, it's gotta be a horror or thriller or something like that. You know, I'm not playing any games. I have <laughs> fully prepared. Yeah, I'm fully prepared. I have three costumes. I was just going to say how many you got set up this year. Three. So here's so Jeez. here's the thing. One of them is like one of them's for work for the club. One of them is just like for my homegirl like Elise we're doing like this little thing. And then the other one is my sloth costume which I always have to wear. I wear it. I'm wearing it every <laughs> single year. So that one I just at some point I throw in the mix. Um Do you so get any character for the sloth? No, not yet, not yet. I think you because should. I, I have seen a few um, improved like sloth costumes. Mine is supposed to be like a one size fits all, and it's ginormous. <laughs> no, it is huge. Like it is it cozy? It's very cozy. It's warm. It's cozy. Like I live in it, and that's why I think I love wearing it every year. I'm like, this is the easiest costume for me. It's something that I love, and it's super cute, yeah, <laughs> and comfortable. But. Um, I do want to try to upgrade it. So um, stay tuned. It might be the same one. I might get a different one. You never know. So I was referring more to like the character role of a sloth. What do you, what do you like, like Sid? Living like, our best life and being or lazy. Is pouring your drinks really slowly, walking <laughs> very okay, slowly, okay. talking to people so last slowly. Year, <laughs> last year, I tried that with Latia. She, she dressed up as, um, I don't know, what's her name from Watchmen? Uh, sister night yes yeah is that her name so she dressed up as sister night and then we like supposedly had a duel and i definitely lost because i was just way too slow in my approach i was (laughs) way too slow in my approach (laughs) there's a little video somewhere i'll try to find i'll give you credit for that i'll give you the attempt i'll give you the attempt Thank good you. job good job but that's my that's my not the way and my the way for the week um so at this point you guys let's see i'm about 120 dollars in on parking tickets no <laughs> you know you know what's so sad is i have you beat <laughs> oh <have> no <laughs> which is so sad because that's not okay that you have that much we no. like that's crazy you guys what is this 
Y'all are taxing out here. Seattle's already y'all. Seattle's already expensive. Like I don't need to be paying these stupid parking tickets. They gotta fix the road somehow. Yeah, but are they? Right. No. Right, but are they? No, because you're not paying them. So. Oh, oh, they have the money. No, they don't. I've I've paid every single one of my tickets. Don't. I feel like I've funded all the potholes being fixed in my speeding tickets alone. So I feel. I feel like they should definitely be fixed. All right, we'll give you that too. All right. Driving right. fast for taking one for the team, one Driving. speeding ticket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who wants to go next? Um, let's go ahead and give our guests, uh, let our guests yeah. go next. Oh, okay. Well, so I was gonna, my not the way was just gonna be that like technology has been playing games with me lately. Like, Mar- Mercury retrograde. Yo, it's like, it's in full effect. So it's really like happening. Everything's been cutting out, things are crazy. You guys know the world we live in right now with the pandemic and everything, so much is virtual. So it's been a lot of meetings where people are just like glitching out and I'm like, I thought I can pretend to hear you or we're gonna have an awkward moment where you have to repeat everything amazing you just said. <laughs> um, Don't say that. I'm Don't having tech that. difficulties as we yeah. speak. Yeah. So. As we speak. See, see, you get it. So at least it's on me. Like, thank you for at least not laughing at me. Um, but yeah, so that's just been, it's been playing games. Um, and the way is right now I am currently like getting to apartment hunt. I've been living back and forth between LA and Seattle. Okay. Um, and so I'm just getting the, like the leases up. So I'm just looking at new spots and um, just kind of like refiguring out the new foundation for the next year, which is always fun. I'm just getting excited about like, random little plants I want to buy and you know just like random decorating stuff Ooh, okay I love that you have like a little Pinterest board going you know I do actually I had one a minute ago that's a good idea I have to tap back into that because there's stuff that I like probably will still want to look at and like yeah I'm I'm like I'm over here fantasizing about like when I finally decide to like jump on some kind of property out here I'm over here like saving ideas and things you know fantasizing about how can I make this look and oh I like these color schemes and yeah yeah no for sure I have a whole board that's like dream home, and then I have one that's like, all right, this is feasible right now. <laughs> right, 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 right. Like this is goals, but also here's realistic. Yeah, here's yeah. some like yeah. stuff that I can DIY on, like, yeah. on, on a budget while I'm, while I'm on my way to the mansion. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. So my, the way for the week is being able to, you know, drive and see family that you've not necessarily seen in a while. Uh, This past weekend, I actually went and saw my family in Kentucky. It was a quick, long turnaround trip, but it was so (laughs) much fun. Um, And I just really enjoyed myself and enjoyed seeing my family. I was able to see my grandma and, um, and like a lot of my cousins while I was there. So it was just a great trip and a lot of fun. You know, I, um, I thought that's where you were. Like when I saw the people that you were with, but I was like, wait, no, she wouldn't be out there. Like, and then on Sunday, you said something about how you were going to be driving for a minute. And I was like, oh no, she was out there. Yeah. They have a, a wigging out party and was it like a, a wigging, wigging out party? Yeah, so everybody oh! put on like these really terrible wigs. Oh, but your wig was super cute. I was Halle Berry, baby. Okay. Hey, Halle Berry. Halle Berry. I love this. Halle Berry. Wait, is, are there are there pictures? Pictures didn't happen. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, post yeah. them. 
No, she looked super cute. I, I over here, I texted her. I was like, girl, did you cut your hair like even more? Oh, oh my god! It looks, it looks super cute though. No, it was so beautiful. Oh, I want to. And it was funny during the party. I was like, I kind of, I when I got my hair cut recently, I was sitting in the chair and I was like, I kind of want a pixie cut, but I'm not gonna do it. That's impulsive. Mm -hmm. And when I was wearing that wig, I was like. I might cut my hair on my birthday, like again, Yo. into oh. a pixie cut because it looked that good. I was it like, was this cute. is a look. So Yo, that's my the way. Um, and then my not the way are mosquitoes and other bugs that bite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so and tired of being. I love how you just like, that transition. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you have another encounter with the red ant? Yo, not a red ant. I think it was a spider this time, but y'all, like, my right leg is completely just covered in bug bites, and it hurts so bad. Oh, a thing is making it not itch, and I'm just, like, kind of at my wit's end about it. So that's not the way. Yeah, no, I feel you. Oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. So sorry. <laughs> so that's, yeah, I'm just going to keep it short bug bites bugs in general there's just I a lot that. out here like i'm ready yeah. to not be fresh meat anymore you know i feel <laughs> i feel for you on that i didn't like i i keep seeing all of these videos because like it's that year of all the cicadas you know like those mm -hmm. those things are everywhere and those things are huge yeah and then like you like, know we don't yeah those things are huge <laughs> and you know like i just we the last like couple weeks we had like a couple big spiders in the house and I was ready to burn the house down. So I don't yeah. even know. Like, Time to move. Yeah, no, I just. It's making luck. me itch just talking I'm sorry. about it. I know, look, I'm over here scratching my neck. <laughs> so that was our way and not the way. Loved all the topics, you guys. Uh, but before we get into our interview with Mira, we're going to go ahead and jump into a quick two to three minute break. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Way with Jazz and Tay. Psst. Hey, you. Yeah, you girl. I just had to run and tell y'all about my favorite licensed esthetician, Easy Aesthetics by Elise. She helps me keep it right and tight, okay? I'm talking facials for your face, booty, and meow. Not only is she amazing at skincare services, but she also provides teeth whitening, body contouring, and services for men too. Book her for a private session a kickback spa day with your girls, or date night with your man. Whatever you have in mind, just ask and she'll let you know how she can service you. Now that's what I call top tier full service. DM her on Instagram for rates and services at Easy E Aesthetics. Again, that's Easy E Aesthetics with a Z. Tell her Jazz sent you. Now hurry before she books up. Tune into the Whale You Ask podcast with T1 D Live at 5 and DJ BBD. This is the podcast where you ask us a question and we will talk about it. Catch us every Wednesday live on Facebook and YouTube at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. You can also listen to us on all podcast streaming platforms. Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150. Hey, hey, welcome back to The Way with Jazz and Tay. It's your girl, Jazz and... Shantae. We do have a special guest on with us, Mira Craft. Say what's up. Hey, hey, thanks for having me. Of course, thanks for being here. So before the break, we did our very quick 
little the way and not the way. And now we're gonna go ahead and get into our interview with Mira. So what we're gonna be talking about is her um, company, MKPR, as well as discuss some of the other girl boss things that she does, um, like her partnership with Park Ave. And, um, you know, we're we're friends with Scarlet Park. We love her. Yeah. Um, so um, first and foremost, um, congratulations on four years of your company, MKPR. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's long four years. <laughs> I was gonna say, that's a really big feat. That is. That's a milestone. Uh, tell us Thank a little bit you. more about that. Like, tell us more about the company and like how it feels to be in it four years. <laughs> yeah, I always like to say I'm like two years and some COVID time. You know what I mean? I'm like, or like three years and some COVID time. But oh yeah, um, wow, that's great. Yeah, I'm like I measure it a little bit differently. Things were happy, you know. We everyone had to repivot so much. It almost feels like a, a reset. Um, but yeah, I mean, I so I started back in 2017. I quit my corporate job and uh, went out to Europe to work with a client that I was managing, and um, kind of my. I guess thought process then was I wanted to, I've worked with clients around, I've been lucky enough to travel, I have family in the UK and so I've spent time over there and uh, I've just gotten to see like the, both obviously our like unmatched talent in the Seattle music scene. And then I was also going over to the UK and seeing a lot of just like, a lot of music and a lot of branding energy that was super cohesive with what's going on over here. And so it was really just kind of about going out there, checking out the opportunities, seeing, you know, what, who from the States could we be bringing out over there, who that I'm mm. working with over there can come out to Seattle or LA and show their talents. And it's really also cohesive with obviously with what Park Ave is doing um, and just kind of like allowing musicians and amazing talent to network and, and just connect the dots and watch amazing creativity happen from there so that's just kind of like the foundation um it feels crazy that it's been four years now I can't believe that <laughs> um <it definitely, laughs> I'm like oh my god which it's like it's bittersweet I think sometimes you know I the just like I'm sure you guys can relate like just the feeling of being you know start having your own work that you're in charge of there's like a lot of imposter syndrome that can come in with that mm, and just mm -hmm. like you know like it, I've had to force myself to take myself seriously and really kind of and then also you know humble myself if needed when I need to like really you know pay attention to what I need to be learning and stuff like that but Absolutely. um yeah so it's just been it's been both a contrast of like imposter syndrome but then also feeling like whoa I've been working full-time in my own comp like I'm you know somehow if someone were to ask me like how I've been surviving financially like with start when starting your company like I have no idea. Somehow I'm here. <laughs> Somehow yeah. I'm here, you know, but like that is such a just like, that's not a copy and paste template as far as when you're getting started. It's just right. like, you know, it's mm. so just the variables all change what happens. So yeah, I'm just here kind of in awe and ready to keep going, I guess. Um, I'd like to kind of go back to something that you said um, while answering that question. So you said that during COVID, you kind of had to pivot. So what your company was going to look like, you know, two years or two, yeah, two years ago and what it looks like now has to be completely different. So how did COVID change the way you were working and the way you were doing things? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, 
So, I mean, I guess obviously the biggest thing that affected our creative industry is just the fact that we couldn't be doing events. I, mean, I met you guys right. through events, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, that's such a big part of our world. Um, and not being, and, and it's a big part of the money that we're able to bring clients, but even Park Ave, Park Ave was generating over $100,000 the year prior to COVID for its artists in, oh, the, in right. the programs that it was doing. So um, that's a something amazing that Scarlett was able to do and to have yeah. all of those opportunities just completely like, whoop, you know, like, no, we couldn't go perform, nothing could happen. So just kind of really repivoting in Yes, like we know now we have more time to make the content that we'd already been talking about, but like where do we start thinking of revenue and, and what's gonna be coming in while touring isn't happening, while we're not selling merch at shows, while, you know, whatever. Right. So um, just kind of really finding, I think COVID forced a lot of people to rebuild their foundation and yeah. like reassess, like, you know, this is what I know I need to have so that I'm okay no matter whether we're in quarantine or not. And then, you know, what, it, but it also shows you the parts of your company that are resilient and long lasting, right? Like mm -hmm. what are, what are the little black dresses of your work that are just timeless that, you know, it doesn't matter where in a pandemic we are, like that's something that always is going to have a demand that you can supply. So I think just, yeah, like, um, there's similarities in my company in the sense that MKPR exists to help people brand themselves. I think um, a lot of people hear PR in the company name and assume that it's just to do PR and get press. But I'm a strong believer that your best PR is word of mouth. And so mm -hmm. MKPR right. exists to like help, help clients tell people how to talk about them. So that's still the same. Um, and then the ways that we fundraise and bring in money and maybe the types of events that we're doing or even conversations that are being held, if it's a panel or something like that, that's what's shifted around the times. Okay. That's very cool. And I loved your answer. I also love that analogy of the little black dress, you know, the things that are timeless. <laughs> um, we definitely were forced to pivot as well, but you know, there were staples of obviously what we were doing I think it's very easy to take a podcast virtual mm. but um I think we actually kind of relished in being in quarantine because we were like we can make all the content yeah. <laughs> um so I I definitely appreciate that um what does a day in the life look like for yeah. you yeah oh man um yeah well okay let's see that can be so different like I think it really just because I'm working with so many different clients, um, mm. a day kind of is a little bit of whiplash. It's definitely like <laughs> all over the place. Um, and right now, I'm working with Nikita um, on their campaign. So a day mm. in the life right now is definitely like it's kind of weird. I'll be sitting in a studio and we're going over songs and mixes, and then I'll get a call on like some initiative that I need to answer the campaign for and phone for, pop out of the room. Um, so just a lot of different different types of art. I think I'll go from one meeting, kind of going over music, and then I'll maybe meet with um, you know a different startup that I'm working with that we're figuring out their marketing, um, and then I might be going to a meeting where we're talking about a different panel. So it's just a lot of different types of conversations, right? Um, you know, it's it's not necessarily all within the same niche. So a day is just kind of, it's um, it covers a lot of ground. Or to be honest, a, a day in the life of might also just be some like Netflix and me living the best life ever. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, no, exactly. Yeah, gotta have both. That's self care. That's self care right there. Mm -hmm. no, you've gotta really. schedule that in, especially as a small business owner. Like, 
Yeah. Because I read a meme recently and it was like, you know, people are always saying like, ditch your nine to five and start your own business. But then you realize once you start your own business that you work 24 seven. Work way more. Yeah. (laughs) So I definitely get that. To that point of it, how do you balance or juggle all of those meetings? And like, Mm. do you use any like technology or like a Trello board to keep yourself um, organized? Like, Mm. what do you do? to just make sure that you're not dropping any balls and that you're meeting all your clients' needs. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for asking. I'm like, let me think of other ways I can keep doing that. Um, <laughs> I, I have different apps for different clients. So okay. because some of some of my clients where, you know, some I might be working with on project management, which means that I'm not going to necessarily be managing their inbox, but some clients I do. So, I mean, I, my, my email gives me enough, like all, of one ulcer alone. So I have to have a completely different like app and inbox for my clients so that it's not just like, all coming in on one spot um and then also just like I, i'm google yo i'm a free ad for them i use all like every single app in existence google keep saves me it allows you to like tick off what you've been doing mm. and check it off but it still shows you so i can keep track um and then i have i have like notes of what to monitor like if i've put placeholders for events i need to know to monitor it and take it off if it was confirmed or not like i'm someone that always in my head i'm like oh i'll remember that no i won't like no i won't no No. i will not i will not remember that so i've just i've gotten into a routine of no matter how little i think like oh it'll be fine like no (laughs) no it won't so at least write it down write it down yep right yep so i have just like a to monitor note that just like reminds me of stuff um you might find like post-it notes stuck to me sometimes when i'm walking around so it's just i'm just you know it's a little um it's well-oiled different machines per client you know what i mean it's like different organization methods based on what we're doing i like that i definitely think not going with the one size fits all but going with Mm -hmm. like what works for that client is a really great approach yeah 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 do you you have a staff like do you have yeah people that work for you or like with you sounds so fancy Um, (laughs) (laughs) i i do not have a staff that i'm like delegating i do have a team i have a team that i work with i have a great intern um who we during covid we you know i she went off to repivot as well so Mm. just starting to kind of like re kind of assess now that it looks like events are kind of coming back rehiring Mm. an intern is definitely first on the list but i do have a team i mean it's like here's the thing that the projects change so much. So I have kind of like a Rolodex of people that I'm so grateful to be able to bring in when it's applicable. So I definitely do have like, uh, like a, if you check out my website, it lists the different people that I work with. So like photographers or different graphic designers that would be available to work with my clients on a project by project basis. Cool. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I have so many questions. I know, you like it. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> um, so I checked out your shout out, um, shout out LA article. Congratulations on that. It yeah, was really great. Um, really found some things that resonate with how we work and kind of how we felt about some stuff. And I guess I kind of want to go back to the whole being at four years. So, you know, hindsight is always 2020. Um, yeah. What, what piece of advice <laughs> would you give yourself at the very beginning of those four years or what would you give what piece of advice would you give someone who's looking at this same career path Mm -hmm. oh man um 
it's funny because I always joke that if I knew, I think I needed a little bit of the ignorance when I started. I was mm. so like, I think um, energy came along with that ignorance. You know what I mean? I think a lot of not knowing and, I, and again, now knowing the hardships I've gone through in this, in this adventure, I would still do it. If there's nothing that I would change or go back, but I think not knowing some of the feelings and, and just mm. the hardships and stress that you're gonna feel on that journey was really necessary, especially for me to be, I had a really comfy corporate job that I had worked really hard to move up in. So like quitting something that was such a predictable income for me and like one that matched my uh, my lifestyle <laughs> was really, it was really hard. So I think I definitely like needed that part of me that just thought everything would be okay a lot quicker. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Um, I guess the advice I would just have is for someone just kind of getting started or at least what I would have given myself is to really value like the time and steps and realize that there's not just this one moment where the opportunity is going to arrive on a silver platter. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just not. And I mean, one quote I really love is um, luck is when prepar is it like preparation and opportunity meet. Me. So it's yeah. like, you know, it's really... Um, it's kind of a lot of hurrying up and waiting. You know what I mean? You've got to always be prepared. And yeah, you want to be open for opportunity, but it's up to you to create what's going on, especially in this world where you're deciding to be your own boss and your own, you know, own your own business. It's um, it's really up to you. You don't have a boss who's going to yell at you if you stayed home that day. So like, you have to be the one doing that, you know, like hold yourself accountable, treat yourself like someone you would want doing those things for you. Mm, mm, Absolutely. Mm. Because it's um, hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You said something in your um, article with Shout Out LA that I really, it really resonated. And you said it was basically a question about, you know, what, what was it that made you start your business? And you said, if not now, then when? And that resonated with me because that's where we were <laughs> three yep. years ago. Yep. We'd just been talking about it for two years. And it was like, so are we going to do this? Or are we just going to keep what? talking about it? Because yeah. like, what are we doing here? Um, yes. And yes. what, so like, I guess from that, what I want to know, was there like a pivotal moment in your life where you were like, it's today? <laughs> and if so, what was it? What was that? You know, it's so funny you ask, because I didn't know that. I had an answer to this, but a, a specific moment came to my head when you just asked me. Um, I so before I quit my corporate job, I was kind of like juggling. So I was art. I was an artist manager to a hip hop musician, and I was kind of like juggling that. And then I was doing. Um, I was working as a brand ambassador for a tonic water company. So I was. I was kind of getting my feet wet in the mm -hmm. entrepreneurial world, or just kind of like seeing what clicked for me um which is funny like i don't know why that kind of started i in my mind was still very committed to my corporate job but kind of couldn't stay away um and i remember one day i had like i just i'm always doing the most and think that i can fit a million things in one day so during my shift like where i'm supposed to be sitting at my cubicle i had already booked like a meeting to go meet someone for the tonic water and then i was i ran to the studio and so like i going to the studio session, everyone's like smoking. I come out smelling like smoke. I'm like, I gotta go to the corporate office. Like, what's going on? And uh, I ran in and I got work done and you know, it was fine. And then my mom came and met me to drop something off. And I hopped in her car really quick outside the corporate lobby. And I was so tired, I just like stopped. I just kind of like sat in her car for a second before getting out. I was like, sorry, I'll, I'll get back out in a second. She just was asking me what's up. 
And I was just like, you know, I'm so exhausted. I really want, I was just telling her how much I really wanted to be an entrepreneur and start my own thing and, and really start, start working with artists. And my mom is such a G, she just turns to me and she's like, if you want to be an entrepreneur, go, it's time to like, go be an entrepreneur. Like mm. what, if you want to be one, go be one. What, what are you thinking is going to get you ready to get started? You know what mm, I mean? Right. Like those, and, and I really, that clicked with me. It's such a simple sentence. Like if you want to do it, do it. But it was kind of that moment for me where I realized like I was expecting to like have this really strong foundation to like go build one. And like, that's right. not how it works. The opportunity, you have to be out there risking yourself to meet the people that are your next opportunity. You know what I mean? It's like, that's how the networking goes. And so if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to own your own business, like create the business and own it. Mm. It's so funny that you say that. Cause that's so true. There's no, like, you can't, you don't, you don't go to college for entrepreneurship or like to be right. an entrepreneur that, like you know right <laughs> no and that's where I struggled so much I think I was looking for this like you know come to come to this university and when you get out you're gonna be a hella rich CEO <laughs> 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 no one no one was saying that to me so I had yet to go to college but if someone did I might be interested <laughs> <laughs> um Jazz do you have any questions I have a I have one more I wanted to give you the space no, you're, you're totally good. I'm really enjoying that. Mira, you are so fun to listen to. And um, oh, thank I, you. I feel like you're very insightful. You, you have a lot of um, knowledge. It sounds like in what you're talking about. So um, thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm actually really taking this as like a learning opportunity, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you. Yeah, no, no, of course. Um, uh, Tay, you can go ahead. You can go ahead. Okay, so I'll just ask one more before we go into another quick break. Um, I, I guess, so you said that networking was a big part of it. And I think that's true with any small business and starting out. Um, you have to know people in order to start a business. So what I wanted to know was like, how did you build this great network that you have? Um, was it a lot of face-to-face -face at events? I know you said in the shout out article that you were an MC at some point. Did you know a lot of these people already? Um, and, and what did that look like? Um, also, like, where did you MC at? <laughs> I just want to know if we've ever been, because I'm like, where was yeah, she at? Yeah. Um, so that's actually, that is one of the main reasons that I've just, I've, I've, a lot of, I'm lucky to say that a lot of my friends are just badass creatives doing stuff that I've been lucky to just kind of be in the place and, and get to witness what they're working on. Um, but so yeah, I guess my first endeavor was the open mics without I was hosting. And so, um, when I, when I was 21, I kind of just, actually I was 20 because the bar that we were hosting the open mic, I, I technically was not supposed to be in when I got the gig. <laughs> And then I actually like, I celebrated <laughs> my 21st birthday, like at one of my events. And I remember the, the owner like realizing that and being like, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I hosted at the Scarlet Tree um, and then also at Fair Gallery. I was a big, uh, just also big um, attender and supporter of uh, Cornerstone Open Mic that was at Fair in Cap Hill. That was like okay. a big staple. Um, and so I just, I got to kind of be in the creative world and, and experience that. But it when at that time, I was not thinking of it in that lens where I was like, oh, mm -hmm. this is, you know, this is, these are people that I'm going to be working with. Um, and then that was just something that I was always around. I didn't realize like, hey, Mira, you really love being in the studio, but you're not a musician. Maybe there's something here. <laughs> um, but I was just always in the studio and I was always finding myself thinking of, 
like when I hear a song, I start seeing colors for the campaign. I start imagining the music video. I start seeing like, oh, you, you know, this this bar is like about a bag. Now we might need to like go do this and, and design this and start marketing with this brand. So um, that's kind of just what was already naturally happening. And so I think I, I was lucky enough to kind of already be naturally networking when I didn't know it. And that was okay. a big part was but then also you know just kind of like stepping back out in the scene and doing events and just kind of um seattle's bubble is so interesting it's really small but then there's these other pockets where it's like people are completely outside of um the scene that we you know we're centered in um and so it's been really interesting to kind of just broaden that horizon and see what people are doing and connect them with other people because it's like at the end of the day i'm just kind of here to be like you know what you're a filthy bass player. You're filthy at drums. Like I really could see you guys hitting it off if you met. You know what I mean? Okay, just kind okay, of connecting yeah. those dots. That's very cool. That's yeah. really dope. That sounds kind of like you know um, DJ Khaled esque in a way. You know, like he's he's Here always for it. you know like he's <laughs> always like oh you know I'm gonna put you and you on a track and then it's a hit. Like you always. know yeah yeah like, like a curator you know totally You're number one yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we the, the best, best. <laughs> how do you decipher like a good business opportunity or a yeah. client relationship between like the not so great ones you know like. No. Is there something that like they'll do and you're like, mm, that's mm, a no, no. Right, like, do you have right. a no, no list or are there things that you watch out for? Totally. Yeah. I actually just, I just, just went for something similar to this. Um, yeah. I mean, I definitely think what our intuition, like that's our, that is our guardian angel, right? Mm. Like that is what we have. I am a full believer in, I mean, my intuition, whether it's had its good days or bad days is like why I'm sitting here right now. You know what I mean? So I, I'm, I'm a big, um, I just, I try to pay attention to that and really kind of just like, if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not. Mm. Um, also, I mean, being in LA comes like everyone. I mean, I, let me preface this with, I'm loving it. And there's a lot of opportunity out there. That being said, everyone is there for that opportunity. And so I think mm. you meet a lot of people who, can do everything for you. I'm going to change your life. I can, you know, like if you just right. do da, da 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 with me, like, you know, your whole life will be different. Um, and that's when I hear stuff like that, that's when I'm like, thank you for letting me know you can't do anything. <laughs> like noted, got it. Okay. Yes. You just dropped a million names. You probably can't help at all. Um, yeah. So just you know just gut intuition honestly I, I wish that there was a better answer but that's really what i have <laughs> like it's just and you know sometimes you're wrong and but like the losses are i take those as lessons i know that sounds like a little corny saying but for real like you know when when something goes wrong i realize like okay i could be bummed about this or i can be hyped that i like have an answer of like how to navigate things and what not to do moving forward next time exactly yeah absolutely you know just kind of like following my gut and then just i think also one thing really quick is that the opportunities that i have had to say no to you know quote unquote opportunities that i've had to say no to because something wasn't right um i just trust that like that wasn't an option if it wasn't right then there's nothing to mourn here you know what i mean Mm, i think also trusting like i am i know that i'm not going to give up i know that i'm going to do the work for what i want for my life and what my clients want for theirs and so the beauty in that is knowing that there's going to be some success 
you know, right. and it's not, I think the worst position you can be in when negotiating or networking is in a place of desperation. Mm. You know, you never want to feel like, oh, this is the person that's going to do everything because like, no, we need to be our foundation and, and also acknowledge like, no, we can't do everything ourselves. Other, you know, self-made even involves other people, you know? Oh yeah. Um, we yeah. had, we had someone who tried to, you know, flirt with the idea of like potentially sponsoring us and whatnot and then like we realized after a couple like you know we we did have like I feel like professional meetings but then after a couple he he borderlined on not being professional we're like (sighs) but I feel like we've run into that multiple times yeah it's unfortunate and that's the thing it's whack yeah that happened to me last week last yeah Like if we're talking, if you come to us about business, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, don't try to like once you've gotten in the door on a business front, try Ain't to no pleasure involved. Okie doke me into hey, so you trying to get dinner or like something right. that's no, just 100%. like so inappropriate. Like why are we even here? No, completely. That happens seriously. I mean, you know what? When I have a sense that that's their motive, you know, of course, I don't want to assume and just be like rude. If, right. Like, right. Like, giving me a reason. But if someone is giving me those reasons, like especially in LA, I make it clear. Like one, you know, one guy was trying to pretend that it was, you know, around working for his clients. But like, I just, why? Like, like you said, why are you talking about dinner then? Or, you know, what's going on? Yeah. So like, I make, I make my rates clear. Like I've even cut off someone asking me to dinner and be like, yeah, that first thing that you said about your client like I, I really can help here this is what I do I feel like I can uplift and this is what it would cost let me know there you go right and then it's like sometimes sometimes people adapt I've met some people that are like you know oh yep and they they put that side of them away they save that for someone else and then yep. they put their business hat on and they respect oh. they'll respect you more for that they know like okay Who's well she's that? about her business then all right let's go you yes. know i'm not and the if one you don't <laughs> right right and if they don't then i don't i don't need to like i don't have anything to prove or you know what i mean it's right like, right whatever yeah i appreciate that those are all really great nuggets um Very. We're going to continue our conversation um, after the break, but we're going to go ahead again and get into a two to three minute break. Stay tuned. You guys are listening to The Way with Jazz and Tay. Tune into The Well You Ask podcast with T1 D Live at 5 and DJ BBD. This is the podcast where you ask us a question and we will talk about it. Catch us every Wednesday live on Facebook and YouTube at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. You can also listen to us on all podcast streaming platforms. Psst. Hey, you. Yeah, you, girl. I just had to run and tell y'all about my favorite licensed esthetician, Easy Aesthetics by Elise. She helps me keep it right and tight, okay? I'm talking facials for your face, booty, and meow. Not only is she amazing at skincare services, but she also provides teeth whitening, body contouring, and services for men too. Book her for a private session, a kickback spa day with your girls, or date night with your man. Whatever you have in mind, just ask and she'll let you know how she can service you. Now that's what I call top tier full service. DM her on Instagram for rates and services at Easy E Aesthetics. Again, that's Easy E Aesthetics with a Z. Tell her Jazz sent you. Now hurry before she books up. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk 1150. 
Welcome back to The Way with Jazz and Tay. It's your girl Jazz in Shantae. And if you guys are just joining us, we do have a special guest with us, Miracraft. Say what's up. Hey, what's up? Before the break, we went into an interview with her and um, we actually took a lot away from it. She gave us a lot of good nuggets. Um, she's been in business with her company for the last four years. So um, that was really awesome. We're going to go ahead Absolutely. and pivot. I think that's my word for today. Pivot. Um, <laughs> we're going to pivot and um, we're going to kind of continue the conversation, um, but we're going to get your um, ideas and thoughts of some current events and even some past topics that we've talked about as as they're still relevant and somehow resurfacing um, certain things <laughs> that I wish, that happens. right certain things I wish could have just stayed in the past but yet here we are yeah. <laughs> um, but um, you know we're sure that you've heard about um, you know the baby's rolling loud comments um, yeah you know he made some very <laughs> unfortunate com comments about you know the LGBTQIA community um, yeah and from your perspective you know and if he were your client um, an MKPR, an MKPR client, how would you have handled that situation? Or like, what would you have advised them to do differently? Like if this was your, if this was Ooh. your client. Yeah, I don't envy the publicist on that one. Um, <laughs> I think actually a really interesting topic, I think 50 Cent brought this up, that there wasn't, um, that it was really kind of showing of um, just the team around a baby and like kind of what was happening and how long it kind of took to remedy that and speak to it nice. and and um you know and but it did highlight i think that that's an important topic of one like there's i'm not condoning anything and i do think it needed to be responded to immediately but it also shows the atmosphere that we live in where like it where brands that we're expecting answers from really just have publicists behind them coming up with that answer. Mm -hmm. And then what is this, you know, what is, with, I guess, let me say, with things like that, my mind doesn't go publicist. My mind goes like, what is really the important conversation to have here? And I think with that naturally comes, like if people can understand that that's being taken seriously, maybe that does generate some good press or whatever, but that's not, um, that's not where my mind goes when I when I think about it. my thought is more so in, in how I would handle it if I was getting that call that my client said that um, is one talking with my client and discovering what happened there right like that's mm -hmm. one that needs to be the root is like what the hell just happened um, and also kind of like openly and honestly highlighting that conversation with the public is kind of a, a way of an approach I would want to do because I think that. Um, it, while it's good to respond to something, I think we also live in such a in cancel culture that we live in doesn't leave room for honest conversation. Absolutely. And so people people are are either performing like performing like their type of activism or being woke or whatever you know what I mean like, or they're um, you know they're failing to kind of like respond and, and and speak on what needs to be spoken on so we can move forward in life. Um, and you know, so yeah, I think that's highlighting that. I think that's a good point because especially with him, I feel like he definitely was immediately kind of more so like defensive because like, you, you know, rather than really wanting to like listen as to like why, what he was saying. Why people were was, upset. Yes. You know, he right. was more defensive. And then like you were saying, you know, it took, a, it took a minute for him to even come around to saying anything. And then like the statement that he did post was it was a post and delete. Like mm -hmm. it, it didn't even last. 
because the publicist probably saw it and was like, dog, that's not the good one. And like, take that down. You feel it's me? It's not like, real, you know, it's performing. Well, it might, and that's the thing too, to where it's like, you know, I don't, does every celebrity have a public, a publicist? Like, do you just, does that just come with, with the package? They should. I think, <laughs> I think, well, I think it would be weird if they didn't just because I know like, so many people who aren't famous who have publicists um, that if you're in the spotlight to that extent it would be very helpful to have one but I also think that um, I think that that's it depends on the brand right mm, if you have true. let's say let's say you're look I, I I'm sure like very open comedians or someone have publicists as well but I think that it depends if you're someone who's very organically kind of like there's not a whole lot of fluff to your brand and how you're presenting yourself. And it's very kind of drawn back and just scaled to like, you know, what's up with you. Then like, there's, yeah. I think there's just different approaches, right? That makes and sense. there's different yeah. ways to handle things. But I'm sure um, everyone, I would be surprised. It could be like time. those types of, those types of people I could see having a publicist strictly for like damage control. Absolutely. Right. Or, you know, Chris like, Brown definitely has gone through Kevin Hart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, for real. For and real. even with like some I'm sure with like some of these artists like the baby like if he's with a label like say Sony for instance I don't think he is with Sony but like say Sony I'm sure they're like he cannot be signed without having a, at least an image consultant or someone oh, who's yeah, going to be I there see. to clean up this mess because it looks bad on Sony it could be written like, with it's the a liability for them yeah True. or like yeah to rock nation I'm sure that yeah makes sense. I think I met like in in a quick passing the baby's manager at a songwriting session and so we you know like keep in touch like online um and I saw kind of like how he was processing everything happening online after the baby's comments and just kind of like what it was interesting for me more so to watch how the team was handling it just as someone like nerding out on you know on like, the publicist world but um so it's kind of seeing him how he handled it and just kind of um, you know, working, a lot of other people were responding to him because they weren't able to speak directly with the baby. And mm. so they were trying to like, kind of get some answers or maybe a dialogue or, or other people who were coming in a friendly way and saying, you know, we understand like what backlash he might be dealing with, especially as like a black man saying these things. And so like what aspect comes with that? And then there, you know, so I think that there was a lot of people reaching out with different things at least what i was seeing him post about and so it was more so interesting for me to see how the team was sweating and um you know like <laughs> kind of <Yeah. laughs> seeing how they wanted to handle it i was because i'll be honest in that situation it was probably his team that was sweating more than the baby the baby right. was probably oh, yeah. sitting back just he was, drinking he, like, he was, he was <laughs> so unbothered oh he was so unbothered like he didn't care he, he still probably doesn't care like and we know right. that i think that's another thing that can be said is that it kind of goes to this whole um i don't know if you guys have seen previews of the closer by dave chappelle Mm -hmm. I ha mm -hmm. last night literally we live in a matrix I just saw it <laughs> yeah, I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet but I've seen the clip where he talks about the baby and the baby murdered a man in Walmart and yeah. and that's kind of what I keep saying is like I thought it was self-defense it was it was but he still murdered a man in Walmart right like in Walmart like regardless of the fact like you know just, uh, just Walmart sticking true to true to its Walmart, culture you know right but, something that I've always said about the baby is that like people really get upset when he says stuff and I'm like but it's kind of like Kanye jumping up 
when Tyler uh, just, Taylor Swift won Video of the Year over it's just, Beyonce. What do you it's like, expect? what are you expecting? This man That's has come who, out a many a times and said, I don't care about this industry stuff. I right. won't be a sellout. I'm going to stay the baby. I'm going to stay North Carolina to the day I die. So I'm right. just kind of like, I do understand that what he said was ignorant. And I think that that needs to be addressed because obviously you have this platform. It's like either uh, educate yourself or be quiet on situations yeah. that don't affect you. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, I, why are y'all mad? Like, y'all, we knew what we were getting ourselves into. Mm -hmm. No, completely. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's a wolf in wolf clothing. Like, why are we, you know, not him specifically, but in situations like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, um, yeah. do you think that the Dave Chappelle, uh, show helped him or helped his image at all? I haven't seen it. So I'm only going on, like, I haven't watched it yet. Um, right. Well, so. I are. I've already seen people be like, um, Dave, nobody <laughs> knew, nobody knew that the baby killed somebody. Like, you're not, you're not doing him a favor. No. He's just digging like, up old dirt. Literally, literally, they're like, no, p the fans, these people, nobody needed to know this. Nothing's really going to be canceled. <laughs> it's like one of those memes where it's like, nobody, nobody ever. Dave's post, the baby murdered somebody. someone. Literally, right. <laughs> That's exactly Literally. it. I was like scratching my head, like, why did he have to bring that up? <laughs> and it's funny because I only know that, Tay, because you told me. Like, yeah. that's not even something, like, I feel like you really have to go digging for that. But, like, that's the thing, too, is when the baby, call. right, when the baby came about, like, there was, like, a fight in a jewelry store or something. Oh, and geez. And I remember us being, like, who is this guy? And I just, I remember <laughs> telling Jasmine, I was like, he's not really, like, the good guy ever like he's, a, he's, right. he's the bad guy like and so that's why it's like with this whole rolling loud situation and everything i'm like i mean this is this is typical to baby like this is a man who idolizes suge knight <laughs> I don't. and on that note um you, know? you need to pivot yes <laughs> that is the word of the show that is Mike the word drop. of the show <laughs> Um, before we sign off, though, um, Mira, thank you so much for joining us. Um, having yeah, you on was, yeah, was awesome. Um, we really took a lot away from the interview. And um, thanks for giving us some insight as a PR about DaBaby and his not so fortunate <laughs> comments. Right. But, for, I don't know what the insight's worth, but. <laughs> but his hashtag um, not the way comments. <laughs> yeah. Let, let the people know, you know, where they can find you, how they can support, support you and show you love. Yeah, thank you. Um, so my website is miracraft.com. That has kind of like, that's the foundation. You can go there and just check out what I've been working on, who I work with. Um, and then it has my socials as well. Uh, Instagram is miracraftpr or miraclecraft. Um, both of those, one's my personal, one's the business, but kind of both are business. Um, and then, yeah, you can shoot me an email at mira at miracraft.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, you guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Um, until next time. Bye. As always, thank you so much for tuning into the way. Catch you next week. Same time, same place. Follow us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. Don't be afraid to DM us if you have any questions or suggestions about the show. Until next time, bye. Peace.